Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Heel Turn, our live weekly wrestling show and the official podcast of ProWrestling.Cool. It's not just cool, it's... We are here to talk about this past week in professional wrestling, which means we're talking about Raw Reunion. We're talking about SmackDown Live Reunion. And we're talking about... SmackDown Live, but Shawn Michaels is here. Yeah, sure. I mean, there's a bunch of old timers there. There's, uh, you know, there's Kofi Kingston, there's Randy Orton, Shane McMahon. Man. And we're also here to talk about uh, some AEW news, as well as, I think John watched some G1, so we'll hear his thoughts on that. I'm also, a fucking spooky, scary demon man in a weird mask that does a screeching sound. I guess. I'm Owen, the guy making that noise is John. The guy... Shit, I was trying to come up with a weird transition here, but there's no way to do that. Yo, we're streaming this podcast live over at twitch.tv slash online. I don't know how to transition from that one into this, so I just did it. Good job. I Thank you. Check us out. We're monitoring the chat there. And our Twitter, at the Heel Turn. So send us your questions and your comments, and we'll get to them as we deem fit. Owen. John, we're broadcasting like two hours early today. Why? Because I gotta go. I want to go to a show. Okay. So, for folks expecting NXT coverage this week, uh, maybe we'll be back with it next week. Hopefully. But also, for folks expecting NXT coverage, I mean, we haven't covered it in like three weeks. So That's what I'm saying. You're the probably people, already the people pissed want off it. for other reasons. The people want it. So, we'll be back with it next week, hopefully. Maybe we'll do an all NXT episode. No. It's it's the road to SummerSlam. We gotta talk about the bad show that our pal Oscar's going to. Well, then maybe I'll do an all NXT episode. When? I don't know. I just came up with it right now. Give me a sec, God. Alright, fine. Hey, John. What's up? Guess what I did before the podcast? Put on a creepy mask? No. There's a video of this, so there's no creepy mask. This is what my face looks like. I mean, I can't see you, so... Pull up the stream, my friend. No, because that'll create a singularity. Fair enough. But, John? What did you do, Owen? I replaced the left stick on my Joy-Con thing. Well, that's cool. Yeah, because the drifting... Like, it's been drifting forever, and I got sick of it. I said, it's in the news. Fuck them. Yo, I love to drift. Tokyo Drift. It was not Tokyo Drift, because it was making games unplayable. Yeah, I'm aware, and I have it on one of my Joy-Cons, too. It sucks, doesn't it? Yeah, it does suck, but Nintendo said they're going to replace them for free, so that's cool. Yeah, so I'm doing that with my uh, base uh, Joy-Con, my red and blue one. Base. Which one did it happen to? Well, it happened to both of them. Really? That sucks. It only happened to my red one. No, I don't mean that. I mean both sets. It's always the left Joy-Con. Oh, is it always the left Joy-Con? Yeah, the left Joy-Con's always the one that... Wait, is your left one red? Yeah. My left one's blue. Huh? Weird. Yeah, mine, mine's red. I've heard this. I've heard some people, like, on the Bombcast today, someone mentioning that they're different colors, and I didn't... I never knew that. Yeah. I, I thought the left one was always blue. It, it could be. Did you knuckles. did you get the console? Yes. With the red and blue one. Yes. That could be it because I got mine separately. So maybe ah. that's the 
maybe that's the distinction is if you get the red if you buy the red and blue one separately instead of getting it with the console you get the different ones interesting that way if you buy that then you have two sets of complete colors yeah ah, that's cool that is cool but yeah um it's both my left ones on my because I have two sets. I have the neon one that came with the console, and the those custom atomic purple Joy Cons that I have. See, the weird thing for me is that I have the you know I have those just the standard black ones that came with my console, and that hasn't happened to them. But it happened to your the ones you bought separately. Yeah, it's weird. Mm-hmm. How close from launch did you buy those? I mean, I got my I got my Switch in September of 2017, and I want to say that I got the Joy-Cons in probably, like, December, November, maybe? All right, so it's I got them I got them so that I could have them for Christmas to play Mario Kart. Makes sense. Either way, it's fucked up. Yeah. But, yeah. I'm going to hold off to see about the warranty stuff to do that with my Neon uh, Joy-Cons. But because I have a custom one with a D-pad, I, I'm like, well, they're not going to fix this one. No, they're not. So I went in there and fixed it myself. And let me tell you something, John. Going into that thing was fucking terrifying. Yeah, I'm sure. There's a lot of ribbon cables, and I was stressing out going, I got to... I almost broke one of the clips. And I was like, no. I'm just going to leave that there and just work around it. Dude, you don't gotta tell me twice. I have a Dreamcast controller that is busted, and I've been trying to open it up and get to it and fix it, and yeah, that thing is... I'm afraid I'm gonna break that, but I feel like I've already lost a bunch of the screws at this point because of my fucking cat, so... Mm-hmm. At this point, I might as well just say fuck it and destroy it. It's a bad third-party interact controller anyway. Damn. But yeah, I went into my Joy-Con, and I replaced the stick, and... And I tested it out, and guess what? All the buttons work, and the stick doesn't drift. I think I did it. Congratulations on your losing the ability to Tokyo Drift. Uh, no, I have the other Joy-Cons for that. Damn. This is why I have two pairs. One for gaming, one for drifting. Never game and drift at the same time, John. I got a pair for you right here. Is it your balls? I mean, it's just a pair of socks, but yeah, it could be, if you wanted I mean, they're to. Rolled, they're rolled up in a ball, so it counts. Hey, John, do you, want to, do you have anything else you want to talk about, or do you want to get into the wrestling news? Nah, I, I ain't really been doing much. I went to... It's been hot. I went to Coney Island. There's a Tomb Raider, uh... Light gun game now. What? Is it it's based on the new games, or is it based yes. on the movie? Based on the new games. Weird. I don't know. I didn't play it. But That's I saw weird. It. There's also a Rabbids one. That one makes sense. I do like the Rabbids. I would, I would play that. I didn't play either of them, but I saw them, and I was like, huh, that's weird. And then I just went back to playing the Mario Kart arcade cabinet. Okay. It's great. You can play as a taiko drum. Hmm. That's pretty good. Yep. John, you want to get into the rest of the news? Sure! Alright, I hit the jingle. Hey, John. It's the news song! The song this news. First news is a big one. Um, 
TNT put out the information today about All Elite Wrestling. Say what? They're, don't know if you know this. They're, they're going to be on TNT. I, hold on a second. You're saying that TNT is getting back into the wrestling business after canceling Monday Nitro? Yes, with a fire graphic and everything. I do really love that they just use that exact same fire graphic. It's real dumb. Well, it but was fantastic. The show doesn't have a name yet, though, which is weird. It could just be that All Elite Wrestling is the name. Yeah, probably. It says AEW on TNT. It's just... It's like ECW on Sci-Fi. Yeah. What a good thing to harken back or to. ECW on TNN. What another good thing to harken back to. I mean, a better thing than ECW on Sci-Fi. I don't know. That, one's, that one had a zombie. Pretty good. Yeah, but the other one had New Jack. Why would you say New Jack's a good thing? Because he makes you a zombie. Ah, fuck. Anyway, it's uh, going to be airing on Wednesdays at 8 o'clock for two hours live every week. Hooray! Why are you saying hooray? Our show's at 9 o'clock on Wednesdays. Yeah, not anymore, it ain't. Yeah, starting October 2nd, we're going to have to change up what we do with the podcast, so stay tuned at the end of September for that news when we finalize it. But also, I mean, we knew this was coming. Like, there was no other day it could possibly be. Like, Tuesday. They do basketball. Fuck basketball. It's like one of TNT's biggest things. They're not going to, like, fucking... Then they're not going to do the thing that they used to do with Nitro, where they would have to preempt it all the time for fucking basketball and other things. What about Thursday? Basketball! Basketball's on Thursdays? Yeah, it's Tuesdays and Thursdays, dog. Put the show on Saturday, you cowards. That's a weekend thing. Exactly. But then you're not, like, putting it on, like, a fucking big weeknight and, like, not having it being, like, crazy television shit. And also, like, other sports have... You know they can't do that! Monday Night Wars are back, baby! Let's go! That's a horrible idea! What are you talking about? It's great. Why do you want to watch the world burn? Because the graphic is literally fire! Shit, you got me there. But yeah, we're going to change up our schedule, so stay tuned at the end of September when we finalize it and make an announcement. We got some ideas. Yes. But uh, the debut episode is October 2nd in Washington, D.C. It's an odd place to debut, but sure. The nation's capital. Yeah, okay. They're going to get Donald Trump on the show. Maybe this is a a shot at the fact that, like, there's that rumor going around that Fox really wants the president to make an appearance on the first SmackDown. Yeah, they're going to get him first. It's not funny. It's not wrong. John? I want to hope it's wrong, but I know I shouldn't in this industry. This company is run by a bunch of southern boys. Do I need to paint? Do I need to paint a picture for you, John? Let's be fair. This country is run by the cons. Yes. Yes. Also, Nat, Matt, and Nick are not from are not from the South. They sure make it look like they are. Yes, I did see that. I did see how they were dressed at the at the thing today. Yep. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ, Matt. 
So yeah, that baggy ass suit and those sneakers. What are you doing, Nick? With the fucking loafers? Come on. Get ready for Donald Trump on AEW on TNT. And Kenny, Kenny, my dude. That fucking pocket square that doesn't match your tan tie. What are you doing? But also, we we both know that Trump will not appear on there because one, he's friends with Vince McMahon. Two, they have a bunch of LBGTQ people on the roster. Yeah, I'm aware, which is why I wasn't even going to entertain this joke. This has been Fashion Turn. Fashion Turn. Uh, so yeah, uh, John, you want to go? Yeah, all right. Let's let's go. See ya. No, 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 this has no, been Heel Turn, a production no, of Pro no, Wrestling. No, cool. Wait, I meant to the show. Oh. Oh, that kind of go. Yeah, because, oh. you know, we can, make our, we can take our time deciding on the garden because we have all the time in the world, apparently. Okay, we sure do. Hey, that's also in news. Uh, ticket sales? Com- disappointing. I don't know what that definition is because the, uh, the Extreme Rules were supposed to be disappointing, but then we sold out the place, so I don't know. I mean, the the thing I heard, though, with Extreme Rules was, it yeah, it did eventually sell out, but it took a fucking while, and it was precarious there. It did, because I was, I got my tickets late, but I got them. And yeah, basically, the, the what I've heard in the dirt sheets, uh, so, you know, take it for what you will, is that, like, yeah, it's, it's something along the lines of, like, the ticket sales. It's not that they're bad, per se, as much as it's just that, like... They feel like they should be higher for their big return to the garden. John, keep an eye out for if they have a deal for like a buy one get one on tickets. Yeah, okay. I, that could be that could convince me. Yeah, potentially. But yeah, that's uh that's the AEW news. Well, if we end up going, we'll let you know. Our pal Oscar's threatening to show up, so I don't know. That would be pretty funny. It'd be really funny because it's, it's a two-hour show. Why? Why would you fly all this way for a two-hour show? Why does Oscar do anything? I don't know. Find out on Heel Alternative over at Patreon. Cool. You have two entire podcasts trying to explain why Oscar exists, and like all that has made me want is to make him not exist anymore. Well, don't worry. Just listen to the Takes Bakery last week. We get we we got down to the brass tacks there. We figured out a lot of things about his past. I guess. I mean, he commit he he committed a bunch of crimes and he admitted to them, kind of like Stone Cold admitted to crimes in South Africa. <laughs> <sighs> oh, Grandpa. Yep. I got one more bit of news if you want it. I mean, whatever. He's probably not going back to South Africa anytime soon. I'm sure he's fine. True. You want you want this other bad news? Sure. SummerSlam is coming up. Hooray! That's the no. That's not the news. The news is that there's rumors for some matches going on. Okay, let's let's run down the card as we know it. Oh, okay. I don't have it in front of me. What what's the card? Well, I know, for one, that we're going to have uh, the Coffee Kingstone versus the Randall Snake Man. That'd be good. We're going to have the Bork Laser versus the guy who really needs to shut the fuck up. Yep. 
we're going to have the Finn Balor versus the fiendish one. And what have you heard, Owen? No, we just got Becky versus Natalia. Look, can you blame me for wanting to forget about that one after this week? Eh, I don't know, it's fine. We'll get to it. You're wrong. Uh, also, we have Ember Moon and Bailey. Yes. Which, I, I I don't know. I also don't know about that one, but I'm a little more interested after this week, but also, I don't know. Why? Because you think Charlotte's going to be added to the match? I fucking hope not! Good, because she's not. Cause Why the, is that, Owen? He says the, as if he hasn't heard the rumor. You haven't heard the rumor that... So you have heard the rumor that she's probably going to fight for Stratus. Yeah, but why, though? Because Toronto. I actually didn't know that's where Trish is from. Yeah, she's from Toronto. And this is Charlotte Flair trying to prove she's the best female wrestler of all time. So why not take on who is claimed to be the best female wrestler in WWE history? If she's the best female wrestler of all time, why isn't she the champion? Because she's retired. No, I meant Charlotte. No, because Charlotte sucks. But also, she's got yep. the t- she's got she's in between her sixteen title reigns. It's fine. Oh my god, I can't believe they're really going to do the seventeen titles on her. Oh no, they're going to do seventeen titles on our truth first. He's up to ten. That'd be okay though. Yeah, but um, yeah. So Char- Charlotte and. Uh, and uh, Trish, that'll be cool. I'm just curious if Trish Will can it still... I'm, I'm curious how much Trish can go. And I know, yeah, she had that tag match at Evolution, but still, it was a tag match, you know? Yeah, exactly. It was a tag match. It's a lot easier to, like, cover up your shit in a tag match and not have to work a lot and cover up the fact that you, you know, can't really go anymore and you get blown up very easily. See, for example, Extreme Rules! Yeah, uh, wait... No, he was fine. He did not get blown yeah, up. Yeah, because he was barely in the match. He, but he did his spot. It's fine. I had a good time. You leave Undertaker alone. Better that's than what that, I'm. It's better than that's that what I'm saying. It's like the it's like the Cena match that he had at WrestleMans. Like it's easy to look really good if you're only in there for two minutes. I don't know. He took that coast to coast pretty good. Hey, John, you want to hear the other possible rumor? Yeah, let's hear it. Uh, have you heard Dolph Ziggler talking a bunch of shit lately? I sure wish I didn't, but yes. So, if he doesn't end up getting the match with The Miz, you know who he could be getting the match with? <laughs> You're not going to say it. I'm going to say it, because fuck it. What, what, if, what if he wrestles Goldberg? Wait, What? <laughs> Yeah, dude. He keeps talking shit on Goldberg. It's the second week in a row he said shit about him. (laughs) What? Ziggler has talked shit on Goldberg in his promos two weeks in a row. I... I didn't hear this. I assumed you were going to say fucking Shawn Michaels after fucking Tuesday. But what? I mean... Goldberg? I mean, I'm not... I don't hear any, like, strong sources on this one, but... 
all this is leading me to think that it's, it might he might there's a chance it could be Goldberg if Goldberg wants to do it. No, no way. We'll see if Ziggler keeps talking shit on Goldberg because it's, again, it's been two weeks in a row where he brought him up in the promo. That would be a weird fucking match, right? Goldberg, I, okay. Mm-hmm. The other way, I what? Could, the other thing I can see is him fighting the Miz with Shawn Michaels as the referee, or he just fights Shawn Michaels. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see it either. But like, I feel like they might have planted the seeds in there of sh- of having Shawn Michaels admit, like, yeah, I fucking embarrassed myself in that ex- in that Saudi Arabia match. It was pathetic. Mm-hmm. I feel like they might be trying to put in a thing of like of trying to make the story of yeah no he was shit there but he wants to prove that he's got one more and he can really go out on top. I feel like if they're gonna use Shawn Michaels be WrestleMania. They like had to prolong it that long, I know, but I don't see them bringing him out for anything outside of Saudi Arabia. Let's be honest, though, and if they're gonna use Shawn Michaels, it's probably gonna be in November. Oh, right, they do have another Saudi Arabia show. Okay, that's where we're going to have it. Yep. (sighs) Oh, boy. Nothing is true. Everything is permitted. Yeah. Everything is different and nothing is changed. It'd be really funny for Goldberg, though. I'd laugh because I don't understand it or why they would do it. I mean, all the match would be is a spear or jackhammer. <laughs> I mean, I want to hope it's just a a move-for-move move complete recreation of Goldberg-Jericho. Yeah. Pretty much. Wait, Jericho? I thought it was Owens. No, I mean Goldberg-Jericho from from Nitro. Which, which one's that? Oh, it was a good one. It was a short, another like squash match of Goldberg's, but it was good because it was Jericho. Oh, okay, sure. That's what I want them to do. If they're going to keep using Goldberg, I just want them to literally recreate all of his matches with new people. So have him fight Shane McMahon and have it just be a move-for-move recreation of the Raven match, where the flock is now Elias and Drew McIntyre. Tell me you don't want that. I don't know. God damn right you don't. I don't know anymore, John. Shall we move on? Sure. What do you want to talk about, Owen? John, did you watch the G1? Yeah, I did not watch the... I did not watch today's event. Shit, there was one today. There was one today. Uh, back on this. Get fucked, boy. For people who don't know, who aren't subscribed to our Patreon at patreon.cool, um, me and our my pal Trace are doing podcast recapping. Oh, your pal Trace, okay. Well, it's our pal, but I'm saying I'm just saying because you know what I mean, John. I don't know what you mean. Our. AEW correspondent slash New Japan resident. New Japan, Seattle. Seattle, New Japan, yes. That's where he's from. Um, he and I are doing podcasts for recapping every single night of the G1, and we finally got caught up yesterday. We put out a podcast where we were caught up, and now they put another one. 
Sure did. God damn it. You got fucked, boy. <sighs> but I haven't seen it either, so I can't comment on any of those matches. And I have not seen most of the tag matches because, again, I don't care. I, I unless there's gonna, the unless there's a Honma or there's a, or there's a Suzuki. I have to watch them all. I know you do. You fucked up. I mean, you don't have to watch them all. You just choose to torture yourself this way. I I do it for the patrons. Patreon not cool. But I have seen all the A and B block matches. So why don't we do what we did last week, Owen? Just name a match and I'll talk about it. Oh, okay. I'll pull up the notes that I have. Because I'm not going to talk about them, because those thoughts are on the Patreon. They can give, like, a, a Cliff Notes version. Oh, yeah, obviously. But In haiku form or something. No, no haikus. 575, man. This document is so long. You don't understand how long these notes are. There's over 100 pages of notes. You fucked up. Let's see. So it's uh, Nights 5 through 7? Yes, indeed. How about uh, Evil versus Sonata? I thought this match was cool. That's it? Yeah, that's about it. Like, I, I, you know, look, it's not like I know a lot about New Japan. So, like, I clearly I understand that Evil and Sonata are a tag team. I yes. enjoy them as a tag team. And I, I vaguely understand the story that's going on about, like, Sonata got the, the first title defense of uh, Okada because of their match that they had, like, sometime before. And that, like, Evil's kind of pissed off about that and jealous of him, and so they're kind of, like, feuding over that and feuding over who's going to be, like, you know, who's going to have a higher stake in fucking uh, L.I.J. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, like, clearly, I get it, because Kevin Kelly is really fucking good at his job and is really good at explaining that shit. If that's why he won the award last year. I understand this now, but, uh, yeah, like, clearly there was, there was a lot that was lost on me, not really knowing the, the finer details of these two, not really being able to pick up on, like, some of the callbacks they're making or the thing, or, like, you know, how they have their, their friend on Japanese commentary that, like, who's wearing a Sonata shirt but has the evil scythe. Yep. So, yeah, like, basically what I'm getting at is that there was a bunch that I could recognize but could not appreciate as being really good. But as someone that without a lot of those touchstones, this was still a really cool match. Nice. How about Zack Sabre Jr. versus Hiroshi Tanahashi? Fucking great. I your, your don't think sucks. I liked it. I don't think I liked it as much as uh, the Supercard match. Mm -hmm. But it was, it was still really enjoyable. Your Kami son lost. My Kami son did lose, but it was worth it for that fucking tantrum he threw. Did you see the one backstage? Yeah, that's what I'm referring to. He ripped that fucking yep. thing off the wall. Was rolling around on it and kicking it and screaming at the He's really good. Photographers. It was really great. No, I, I, I love my Kami son, my red son. He's so good. And yeah, this was a fun match. Again, like I said, I didn't enjoy it as much as a supercard match, but hey, it was good. And yeah, I think that the way that Tanahashi got one with a roll-up made it even better. Because it gets to continue Zabra's whole thing about screaming at how the referees are terrible. Yep. How about he's a punk. How about the Battle of the Dead People? Uh, Will Ospreay against Kota Ibushi. 
I did. I did enjoy this match. I I could see. Look, I understand exactly why they made it the main event of of night six or whatever the fuck it was. Like it made total sense in that spot. Uh, I I liked it. I wasn't. I, I wanted more, but I couldn't tell you what that more is. Well, you wanted them to be more mobile and not dead. Yeah, I guess that's kind of it. Like, it felt like definitely, you know, maybe it was just they're playing into, oh, Bushi's got this ankle thing, and oh, uh, Osprey's uh, got his back, or whatever. There was no playing, and also it's his neck, but there was no playing. There his neck, legit, his back. Really fucked up. What, the, no, we're not, we're not doing that, John. Not this, not this podcast. Look, his Osprey. It's not whack. Oh, God. Hey, John. What's up, Owen? Jay White versus Toriano. <laughs> That's right? pretty fucking funny. <laughs> so good. Toriano, again, is one of the MVPs of the tournament without being the MVP of the tournament. It, it was pretty good. Like, it, they did a really good play of having just, like, Gato getting involved in all these things and just, like, Jay White trying to also cheat. Yep. And fucking Toriano getting so pissed off about it, and then Gato coming in to the point where it's like, yeah, when it when fucking Yano wins because like Gato is wrapped up with like Tiger Hattori, and Yano just fucking punches Jay White in the balls and rolls him up. Hell yeah! You go, yeah, okay, fuck yeah, Yano. Point at yourself and shrug. So he does. It's great. I yell a bunch of shit that I don't understand, but it always amuses me. Mm-hmm. How about John Moxley versus- And I just love when they do the spot where Yano is in the ropes and is yelling, and then someone else grabs the ropes and they start yelling, and Yano gets so upset. Well, he does. Hey, John? What's up, Owen? What about John Moxley versus Tomohiro Ishii? Fucking match of the goddamn tournament so far. Yeah. And probably just will be match of the tournament. Holy shit. Might be match of the year. Might be. It's gonna be. In- I'm gonna fight for it unless something else happens. Did you see how much air Ishii got on yeah. that table spot? Holy shit, dude! Did you see when John Moxley pulled out a chair and then he pulled out another chair and he threw the chair and Ishii was like, "Let's fucking go!" Yeah. What about before the when it the bell rang? They just went head to head immediately. Yup. Yeah, this this match ruled. This match was fucking sick. This is John Moxley's best match outside WWE so far. I think it might be John Moxley's best match. It might be. I mean, I feel like you know, the only match of his I've seen, the only two matches I've seen of his that I could that I would think would really compare are his match with Regal and his match with uh, with with Hunter. I brought this up on the on the Patreon podcast, but you do understand what happened because of this match, right? It, it didn't matter who won. This is happening. You you understand, right? What? That now John Moxley gets a never open way title match. We get oh, to see shit, this. We right. get to see this again. Oh shit! You're right. Yeah, dude. We're guaranteed a part two. We're guaranteed more mocks. Yeah, against Tomohiro Ishii. Like, holy shit. How do you think this is going to work in October? 
I think he's going to go away for a bit. And then... Because what I've been saying is I think that he's going to be limited in New Japan. But he is still going to uh, you know, be there through Wrestle Kingdom. I think he's going to be at Wrestle Kingdom. Hmm. And that'll be the end of his run. When do you think he drops the title? Uh, like almost immediately after the tournament. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. That like, because my thought was always going to be that like he loses, like he loses the juice, and uh, and, and actually, I think that match was happened today. No, now that I think of no, it, no, the match with Mock. No, that's just at the end of the tournament. They just had the tag oh, it's at the end. My bad. Yeah, they had to tag on Monday for no reason. Like, oh, that's what the that's what the promo was. Okay, because I saw their backstage interview that they did, and I, I thought I saw them talking about each other. So I was like, "Oh shit, that match is already happening." Fuck. No, they did a tag match for, and even the contrary couldn't explain why they're doing that now and not the week or the night before the match. But whatever. I could see them <laughs> having another match at the the G one finals, and that being the title switch. I, I can see that. I don't know when Power Struggle is. Because that would be the only other time. But I can see Power Struggle being the Moxie she uh, never open weight title match. Mmm. Then what do you think he does at Kingdom? Um, it's a good question. Because I was thinking maybe that would be the Moxie she match. That could be. I just... I don't know. It could be either one. I just don't know if they'd have bigger plans for Mox. If you go with the Intercontinental title or not. I mean, I guess we'll find out if when they have Mox Naito. They are in the same block, aren't they? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Dang, alright. Uh, oh god, see. I just realized. What's up? We're gonna get fucking Mox Liano. Yes, I've been, I've had that circled on my calendar for a while. I want to see that match. Oh my god, Toriyano's gonna die! I don't think I think Yano's gonna be the first one to beat Mox. Mox is gonna take the DVD and slit his throat with it. No, he needs to be alive. Don't do that. Okay, can you explain one thing to me before we we start talking about more matches? What's what the up? fuck's the deal with that DVD? It's on sale now. What is it? I don't know. Seattle doing things. Alright. Also, it's not on sale now. You clearly don't read it. It's on sale on Friday. Oh, the other... Oh, it's a different one. Okay. Hey, John? What's that? Uh, Bad Luck Fale versus Zack Sabre Jr. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> What a dumb I match. really liked my favorite part is still when he had Fale in like a knee bar and Fale was just kind of like standing directly up and grabbing the ropes and still trying to be like, oh, oh, he's hurting my leg. Oh, my leg hurts. Oh, I'm grabbing the rope so that he has to break the hold. But he's standing up. Yeah, he sucks. This sucked. It's real bad. Like I get it, fine. You know what? This no. is I'm I'm glad that I'm glad the Saber has his fucking win, finally. Mm, you're so happy. Fuck Fuck man. I know this is why Fale's here, 
the fuck, man? Fuck them. If you're gonna have someone in here as the fucking comedy spot, like, you know what? Put Taichi there instead. No, Taichi's already in the tournament. He's not doing That's comedy. what I'm saying. He should have been in A Block. He's not doing uh, comedy. Instead of Fale. He's doing just, I'm terrible. He's... He's the answer to Miho Abe's man prayers, okay? Yeah. Where the fuck are the iron... Where's the iron claw at? He's got it in that bag. Yeah, use it once. I know. He didn't use it after that. He can't use it all the time. Yes, he can. Twice there. He doesn't want to get disqualified. No, you just keep distracting. You're in Suzuki Goon. That's what you do. You do. You do know that Taichi's in Suzuki Goon, right? I do, and it baffles me. <laughs> I know. I, I think he just. I think um, Suzuki is just amused by him. That that would make a lot of sense. That like. D- Rage Grandpa just finds him funny. Yeah. Hey, by the way, Owen, you want to go to you want to go to Bloodsport? No. When is it? Who, who's uh, involved? I think it's August. It's well, I know they've announced one match for it. They announced that the Moxley's going to be fighting in it. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be like Mox versus uh, whoever the the name is that that does Bloodsport, like Josh Barnett or some shit. Yeah, I'm already going. He's to a the former. New he's Japan. a former MMA man. I'm already going to the New Japan shows coming up in September. And, and also, Suzuki has been at every single Bloodsport. I saw Suzuki at the Garden. I'm good. But this, you can see Suzuki in a in a match. Where the ring has no ropes and there's no pinfalls. Oh, I hate this. I don't like yeah. this. I don't like I've this. Heard, I've heard that the past two blood sports were fucking rad. I don't know. And guess who was at both blood sports in the audience? You? No. I've never seen a GCW show. Then who? Uh, one, William Regal and Dean Ambrose. Well, well, Mox is going to be in the ring this time. I know. And there won't be any ropes. Why? Because that's the gimmick. There's no ropes and there's no pinfalls. You have to submit or fucking kill a motherfucker. That's that's terrible. I, I don't like it. Yeah, I'm going to go... Matt, Matt Riddle's been at it before. Suzuki might be at the 2300 Arena. Oh, that's where I want to see him. I want to see Suzuki fight people through that crowd. Because I need not a. Yeah, exactly. We'll have that music. Anyway, you want to move on or should we talk about more matches? Lance Archer and Hiroshi Tanahashi. That was fun. You're not on the Lance Archer hype train? I'm not. Like, I I can completely acknowledge that Lance Archer is good. Um, I'm not super big on him. Like, he's definitely cool. Like, he's got some cool moves. I, I, that old school he does looks real nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm amazed. Look, I'm, I'm fucking amazed that he's 42 and he's in that shape. Right. Like, it's kind of incredible. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But other, other than that, like, yeah, I, I didn't think that this match was, like, anything really huge. I as much really as I, enjoy as much as I do think Tanahashi's cool. Mm-hmm. I got one more like, match. Like, I definitely watched this match. It didn't stick with me, though. I got one more match for you. Okay. Will Ospreay and Kazuchika Okada. 
This match was great. Mm-hmm. That's it? That's about all. Yeah, okay. that's about all. This match was great. All right. Cool. I think that Okada is a good... Like, you know, I've kind of said about Osprey before. Like, I, I think he's very talented and very good, but I don't think he does a really good job of, like, working on ring psychology or really understanding, like, how a match should really be paced. Like, I think he's kind of just doing everything all the fucking time. And I think that having Okada there was a really good way to, like, slow him down and make him work like a fucking sane pace for a match. Mm -hmm. Like, if you, I feel like when you have someone that won't indulge him, like, you get really good shit. Like, you get stuff that goes like, oh, yeah, no, you're one of the best wrestlers in the world. Indeed. So if you want to hear more detailed thoughts about every single night of the G1, head over to Patreon.cool, and heck, you can get all the coverage for just a dollar a month. I'm kind of amazed you didn't ask about any of the Kenta matches. I I don't want to talk about Kenta. Why? Sucks. He's so bad. What are you talking about? He's awful. What the fuck are you talking about? I He is my least favorite person in this tournament. That's what? not bad luck folly. What the fuck? Yeah, dude. What are you fucking talking about? Kenneth's matches have been really good. Nope. Yes. Hard what? to agree. What is what are Trace's thoughts on this? He's he's with me. He doesn't like Kenneth. Fucking Judas Christ. No, that's Jericho. He's not in the G one. He should be. I don't think he could handle it. It's a really long tournament. Yeah, nah, he shouldn't be. But still, no, fuck off. Ken has been good. If you say so. I enjoyed his match with Evil. Yeah, he's also pretty much Roman Reigns right now. He'd shoved out everyone's throat and no one wants it. Because his fan base sucks and is all like, Oh, you were King's Road style. That's stupid. <sighs> John, he disrespected Evil and I'm not... I. It just wasn't good. Evil tried to put him through a bunch of chairs! Fuck Evil! Uh, no, he did that after he disrespected him. Fucking rubbed the eye makeup off of him. That's his whole thing! Fuck Evil! No, fuck you! Evil's great! You know why he did it? He's an asshole, and he hates Cause the Because that eye makeup is evil! Everything is evil, including Kenta. No, Kenta's not evil. He sucks. Hey, John? Jesus fucking Christ. I'm going to have to go on this fucking podcast and school you assholes. No, you're not. Yeah, I am. Because then you have to watch everything. No, I'm just going to show up and yell at you for being wrong and then leave. Nope, that the rules is to get into the podcast, you have to watch every match from every night that we cover. Yeah, well, bullshit. I'm I'm the Brock Lesnar of this company, and I make my own rules. All right. Speaking of, Brock I get to Lesnar, go away for six months and come back. You did do that. It's fucked up. I'm still mad about it. it. Hey, John. Speaking of Brock Lesnar, Monday Night Raw. He is the champion of that bad show. I don't know, this week's show is g good if you're not a fan of current product. 
Yeah, it's, hey, it was a great episode if you don't like wrestling. Guess what? I don't like wrestling. So it was great. I loved it. Got him. Apparently everyone loved it because over three million people watched it. It's, look, if you're no shit, okay? Like, of course, every like you're going to get a whole bunch of people tuning in. Of course, you're going to get a big ass audience if you fucking tell people, hey, guess what? Hulk Hogan's going to be here and Stone Cold Steve Austin and fucking Degeneration X and the Million Dollar Man and all these people that you love. They're all going to be here. Uh huh. Like, yeah, no shit they were able to get a whole bunch of people. What matters is if they're able to keep that number of people. Oh, they won't. Yeah, and I feel like after the episode they gave us where they basically didn't use these fucking people that you like to get over anyone except for, like, one person, like, what the fuck? Yeah. Why would, any, why would anyone stick around for this? You saw the thing that you that you wanted to see, which is these people you remember, and they did nothing to make you feel like, oh, these people that I love, like, they... They're here to, like, support the new people and be like, yeah, these are the people you should be watching now. I mean, fuck, it's best summed up by a main event that had literally, that was literally just, here's 15 minutes of just all the old timers coming out and talking and Steve Austin saying, oh, everybody in the back is a family. But you don't see any of that family. That family ain't allowed to come out. That family's not allowed to celebrate with all the old timers at the end. Of course not. Unless you count Alicia Fox. <coughs> She's a legend. Yeah, why is she a legend now? I don't know. I really don't know. I think she's retired now, apparently. Is she just not allowed to wrestle anymore because of those issues she was having? Yep. And then she got to a segment where she got handed a beer. What a terrible idea that was. If you noticed, Owen, uh, Scott Hall was not out for that ending segment. Huh. You're right. Wonder why. He asked not to be included. Wow, he hates Stone Cold that much after WrestleMania 18... Or seven, no, it wasn't, it wasn't WrestleMania. It was... No Way Out. I'm just going to throw it out there. I'm pretty sure that that last thing you said... Uh, had something to do with it. Yeah, I can see that. But also, Mark Henry was in the ring, and he had a bottle of water. Yeah, but Mark Henry's not a recovering alcoholic. That's also true. It'd be too tempting. Yeah, exactly. Like, I if if that's why, yo, I get it. That's that's good. Good on you, Scott. That's that's knowing yourself in a way that I appreciate. Mm -hmm. Speaking of the legends, you want to talk about the most important thing that happened? You mean, like, one of the only good things that happened, even though it wasn't great? You mean the 24-7 championship? That sure happened a lot. John, I have a list of everyone who won the title. Let's hear it. So, R-Truth started the night with the championship. As he does. Then, Drake Maverick won the title by his uh, wife's distraction. Hooray! Then Pat Patterson, who's apparently blind, kicked him and then pinned him. He's blind now. He could he couldn't tell what he was his foot was hitting, so clearly he's blind. 
That's apparently the gear they were going for. I guess you're right there. Uh, then Gerald Briscoe won the title. It's fucked up. Then Kelly Kelly won the title. So I guess this means that a woman can win this title. She's the first woman to ever win the title. They fucked it up, man. They just fucked it up so bad. All they had to do was have fucking... <laughs> have fucking Renee Michelle pin Drake Maverick while they're consummating their marriage. I think that's still yet to come. They still haven't consummated it, so... It's true. It's still in play. Uh, I think that's why she want. Now she's at the point where she wants him to have the title for when they consummate. Damn, it all makes sense. Yep. Um... Then we had the second woman to ever win the title, get it, with Candace Michelle. Yay! She did her GoDaddy dance and no one reacted because it's so such an old thing. I'm going to be completely honest here. You forgot. I don't know who Candace Michelle is. She was a woman during that wrestled during that era, and then also she was in the GoDaddy commercial during the Super Bowl. Oh, was she in one of the commercials? She was like, the first you one. You gotta go to the website to see the whole thing. She's the first one to do it in the big Super Bowl spot. And you go, oh shit, this website just, this fucking internet service, like, internet domain provider just made a porn video, and then no. No. No, no, they didn't. Liars. Then the London Blaze won the title. By... What the fuck was Alunda Blaze wearing? I don't also, know. don't call her that. Yeah, I know she's Medusa, but when she's in WWE, she has to be called by that. I don't fuck know why. Fans. But important thing here, John. She's the first person to win the twenty four seven title by submission. It's true. Then she went out to do the throw the title in the trash spot. Which I don't understand why they did that bit. I don't know, but it was funny, because it was happening while Trace and I were recording the uh, the premium podcast, and I let him know this, and he was very excited that they were going to get rid of the belt, but then they didn't. You know... Okay, first things first. Seriously, though, what the fuck was, was Medusa wearing? That know. crazy fucking weird, like sparkly librarian outfit. She's the librarian. Supreme Court Supreme Court Justice outfit. She's the librarian now. Like it honestly, it looked to me like she was going for right to censor. It kinda did, didn't it? I kinda I honestly, I thought she was Ivory at first. I didn't know I didn't recognize Candace Michelle at first. Because she was wearing I don't even fucking know some weird bodysuit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like, it took me a second to realize, is like, after she got the belt, I was like, wait, no, that was Medusa. Wait, what? What the fuck is Medusa wearing? Yeah, it's weird. But, yeah, she tried- and Yeah, I wasn't- hmm? Look, maybe it's something that we can all laugh about, like, close to 25 years after the fact, but considering how long she was fucking made a pariah in this industry- for that fucking thing that Bischoff made her do. Having her come out to tease doing that bit, I felt like it was a little bit in in poor taste. I don't know, they brought it up during her Hall of Fame speech. There's a difference, though, with the Hall of Fame speech and doing something in, like, 
kayfabe television. Well, Bischoff was there, so it made sense. It did. It's just, I don't know. It just felt kind of shitty and tasteless to me. Like, I, it, it, it in a way, to me, you know what? It felt like, Vince, you don't get to make that joke. They did a nostalgia thing on the nostalgia show. I just feel like it was the wrong kind of nostalgia. I think it was a good way to get Million Dollar Man to show up and win the title. And that's the, but that's the thing, though, is Million Dollar Man fucking showing up to buy the title off of her just like he'd bought it off of Andre. Fucking fantastic. The perfect use of him. Yeah, it was really good. I enjoyed that. And then he did laugh, and I was fucking stoked. He always does laugh. He's, he's, he'll never lose that. It doesn't matter that he always does the laugh, because the point is that he does the laugh, I'm, and I'm happy. I'm just saying he'll never lose being able to do that. You say that, and yet Bobby Heenan got throat cancer. Don't you, don't you bring this evil, John. Don't you I'm dare. not trying to. I'm just saying, don't say that people can't lose something, because that everybody has a price. Fuck. Uh, Drake Maverick pinned them in, the, in the, his limo, because we can't have the Million Dollar Man take a pin. Because Million Dollar Man can't bump, nor can, like, anybody else that was on this show. I, I... I don't know, I really enjoyed the off-screen title changes, because I thought that was a really funny way to get around it. Yeah, no, I, I thought it was, look, that's the way you gotta do it, if you're gonna do it. And I thought that, yeah, there are definitely times where the way they did it was very funny. Like, having, like, again, Patterson, like, just lying on the ground, as, like, Briscoe is just shining his new belt. It's like, you're a damn stooge! I knew you're a damn stooge! Like, fucking hilarious. That's great. Is I really enjoyed it. I also enjoyed... I really appreciated Briscoe actually sort of taking a bump. Yep. From getting kneed in the balls. Heck yeah. I also enjoyed that R-Truth ended up taking the title and Drake's wife. Drake's Wanted poster is pretty good. That poster is amazing. <laughs> because he's saying he's missing his baby, and the baby's the title, and he's oh, also my wife's missing. <laughs> I guess. I still wonder, though, considering that R-Truth left with Renee, and we got fucking Drake there with Carmella, does that mean they just wife-swapped? Wait, Art Carmella is R-Truth's wife? I mean, don't tell Corey that, but probably. Wow. I'm sure he doesn't care. When has that ever stopped him before? Fuck. Guilt heard. <laughs> I mean, they cl he claims that he was already getting divorced at the time. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, I don't buy it either. So yeah, that was the 24-7 title. That I really enjoyed that part of the show, and I think that was a good use of all the people. It was a good use of the people. Again, though, it all comes down to the inherent problem with the 24-7 title. It's very funny. It's very entertaining. I really enjoy it. Like Elias, it is consistently the best part of the show, and it is getting over basically no one, except for R-Truth and Drake. Like, it, it adds absolutely nothing to the show aside from being a comedy prop, which, you know what? That's fine. You gotta have comedy segments in this, sh in this show, and that's good. The problem is that basically all of their belts are just comedy props right now. Damn. 
You're not wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. I just said you're not wrong. Okay. Well, I was talking over you saying that, so there Except you go. Except the NXT titles are not props and not jokes. Well, yeah, because that's not this show. That's a different show, a different universe, where everything is better in smiles and rainbows. I don't know, Street Profits show up with those belts, so I don't, I'm not sure. I don't understand what the fuck the point of the Street Profits is on Raw. They're exposition. It's true. That's literally all they are. It's it's annoying. I think I I like them. I don't. I'm, I'm not crazy about the role, but I like them. No, I like them. Don't get me wrong. I fucking love the Street Profits. I think that they're. I think that what they are doing is you know to to say the to say the famous quote. They're making chicken salad out of chicken shit. They're making the best of the time they're given and being weird and fun and Montez getting to just, like, say a bunch of dumb shit in weird voices, and it's great. Yeah. But this is not the best use of them. At all. Well, I mean, they're probably waiting for them to lose the NFC t- tag titles before moving them into being actual wrestlers. I want to hope so, but the problem is that you can never be sure with this show because... It seems like time they'll just do shit like completely arbitrarily. That's true, but I want to hope that with Paul Heyman there, he'll be like, "No, that's stupid." Problem is, we don't exactly know what Paul Heyman is doing or how much say he has. I think he has. In fact, we don't even really know what the fuck what's his name's doing either. Bischoff is not running creative. I know. It's weird. He's apparently. I thought he was going to be an on-screen character, but he wasn't on SmackDown, so I don't know. Because the way he was on Raw, was hinting at him being an on-screen character, trying to recruit people to SmackDown, but he didn't show up. I don't know. Um, let's talk about something else that happened on Raw. How about uh, Mick Foley? Yeah... Look, I'm of two minds on this segment. Funny, because the per- other person in this segment is also of two minds. Shit. Who is that person? Why, that would be another other than The Fiend. The Fiend. The Fiend. Me! This was good. Yeah... Yeah. What? He, he got the mandible claw. I didn't think the mandible claw looked that good. I think it's because Mick Foley can't sell. That might be it. But it's not. Again, Mick Foley's fucking old. He clearly can't bump. He clearly can't do things. I know he wants to be involved in any way he can. And he's probably one of the only people that was really willing to do something like this. But... You just gotta say no sometimes. I don't know. Handing off the mandible claws is, I think, is a solid move, to, and have it be done to him works well. But we don't know if he's handing off the mandible claw. We'll have to see at SummerSlam. Like that's the thing is we don't know. And also, a look, mandible claws nowhere near as cool as Sister Abigail. I'm just saying. Hear me out though, John. What if he uses the hate glove for it? It's the hurt glove. 
and that's exactly what he did, and that's why it made that segment fucking rad. I love I'm saying what if that's what he always does is always the the hurt glove, and he says that, well, he does, yeah, what, that's the point. What would he do with the other hand? Has it behind him because it says heal. Can he like resuscitate? He in your ass. Can he resuscitate? He's them choking afterwards? you to death. Can he resuscitate them afterward and then do it again? Nah. Okay. Kill him the first time. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see the fiend in action. Outside of these creepy. Here's a question: When he wrestles, is, is the lights always going to be like that? No. But what if they are? Remember, weird. Sin, Sin Cara got weird lighting for all his matches. Remember Sin Cara? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I just got completely thrown by, by reading the news and holy shit, it's bad. What's up? Dare I say it? Is it something, like, legitimately terrible? Yeah. What's up? Completely unrelated news, everybody. Um... But it's personally affecting to me, and I'm really upset about this. Rutger Howard just died. Who? Rutger Howard! He's a fucking actor! Oh. And Blade Runner! He's holding oh. with a shotgun! Yes. Oh. I'm sorry to hear that. I thought... Famous character actor. That's a shame. I'm sorry, John. Why are you reading, why are you reading this news when we're doing the podcast? Let the, let all because the, I had to! Let all the bad stuff happen. Let's talk about this bad stuff, and then we'll deal with other bad stuff when we're out of the studio. Oh, man. Man, it's, it's like that. It's, it's like that episode of, uh, of I'd Rather Not. Where yeah, Rhythm I know. Bastard I know I pulled a Rhythm Bastard here, but... It's fucked up. Man. At least I waited until, like, midway through the show. Yeah. When we were already upset. Recipes ripped torn. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, talk to me about the moment of bliss segment. It was fucking bad. I was kind of half paying attention to it. It seemed okay. What was your it's issue? Just... <sighs> so for those that don't know, moment of bliss, it's their bliss and, and uh, what's her name? Nikki, Nikki Cross. Cross. Or, or uh, Necky. Damn. As we know her as. Uh, that's how she pronounces it herself. Oh, okay. Got that Scottish accent. They say she gives me a neck injury. Like, no. No, no, God, no! Come on, man. Just saying. Yeah, I know, this industry. Anyway, the point being here, uh, they were interviewing Becky Lynch, and before they could even, like, say two words of their first question, Natalia Natty comes out. And they said they, Canada, and a heart came out. I guess it is all it takes. Mm-hmm. First of all, I'm just throwing it out there. Natty's top with the, you know, the heart family, like, this, with the skull and the wings, and it's it's a cat skull. It looks a lot like what Teddy Hart's using right now. What if they get Teddy Hart to manager? I mean, I bet you'd be really happy about that, Owen. No, actually, I wouldn't, like, in the slightest. Court Bauer would probably be upset, but I feel like Court Bauer's always upset. He has no control over any of his talent. We know this. But he wants to pretend he does. 
Tony Schiavone did not appear in the latest All Out thing. <laughs> I didn't even know Tony Schiavone was still doing shit for MLW. Tony Schiavone is always doing shit. I mean, for fuck's sake, like, it's not like he's on commentary anymore. It's fucked up. It's, they, they replaced him with Cornette. Yeah, so bring him to AEW. Let's go full WCW with this shit. Shivani's eh, old. Yeah, exactly. So is JR. Yeah, I so, don't think they should use JR anymore so, either. So we, is, we know this. So is Dustin Rhodes. So is Chris Jericho. Different kind of old. So I'm just saying, they're turning into WCW and they need to back up a little bit. I think that's a little unfair, but... Nitro-inspired graphics. TNT. I like Nitro. <laughs> I did too! the fuck were we even talking about oh right yeah i didn't like this segment that much because i don't understand who the heel is it's the that's the thing is italia is going to be the heel outside of canada she's going to be the face set in canada but she's not even really the heel here because i feel like becky was just kind of a dick that's her character people love her the lovable dick I just, I'm, I'm really losing patience with Becky's character. I have to be honest. Yeah, it's it's as if you're realizing that she's actually, you know, the type of person that would hang out with Seth Rollins. <laughs> Fuck, got me there. I mean, like, the it seems like the whole crux of Becky's argument is you were trying to hold me down because you trained Ronda Rousey. That's dumb. Like. What? You like you trained Ronda Rousey to beat me? Like, okay, what? I mean, you I, I don't ever remember. I don't ever remember. I remember there being this. a story. Yeah, there was. Like, yeah, we all we all know Natalia trained fucking like Ronda. Like, clearly, we know that. Yeah, they, but, like they were on screen together. Yeah, but I also never remember them being a story about like oh. Natalia's doing this because she wants to beat Becky. Oh, no, that never happened. They're just making that Exactly. Shit up. It's... No, exactly. Like, this is just some fucking dumb heel shit that's just like... That's a stretch. They just want to have... Natalia Especially when they had a whole big thing about, like, when fucking... <laughs> Ronda finally turned heel and was like, the fuck all of you people. I'm better than you in your fucking fake-ass bullshit sport. Where Natalia was, like, actually legitimately offended and hurt. We don't remember that. Like, this doesn't make sense. Like, like unless you're time. having Becky just be an irrational fucking heel here, yep. this doesn't make sense at all. She needs to be an irrational heel. The problem is it's Becky being irrational. Instead of Natalia, Natalia should be the irrational one. Yeah, because, like, Becky is still the person that they're pushing. She's the man. She's the person we want to win. She's cool. She's the best one. Bad news, John. She's now female Seth Rollins. Yeah. Burn it down. Dan chicka 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 dan chicka 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 dan chicka chicka dan. Yep, she's getting all the worst things from Seth. It's great. 
Thanks, I hate it. Anything else from Raw you want to talk about? I mean, we should probably talk about that Seth shit, right? The what? That Seth shit. What Seth sh- No. Uh, what? Nothing happened first with he was on. First he was on Miz TV. He was? Yeah. See, whenever Seth Rollins on the screen, I black, I black it out. I just—he did a great impression of Brock Lesnar. Oh, I didn't hear it. Thank God. Oh my God, it was fucking terrible. Do, do it for me. He was basically like he literally just like he comes out here with his his squid. He comes up with his face and just like doing like a, a smugging face. It was big bulging eyes, and it's like, what the fuck are you doing? Turned out it was that's wrong. Sucks. You should you should watch that segment, Owen. You should go find that segment and watch to. it because it was it was mind blowingly terrible. I don't and want then to. Paul Heyman came out to to talk shit as he usually does, mm-hmm. and Seth Rollins said basically threatened to beat the shit out of Paul Heyman. As you do, w- but you shouldn't because Paul Heyman's not a fighter. And literally, it's just like. I'm just, again, it was just like, hey, I'm just an advocate here. And, Ray, and Rollins is still like, well, if you're going to talk the talk, you better be able to walk the walk, so you better be able to fight me like Brock can. He doesn't understand how advocates worse. work. You know this. That's an idiot. And, and then he got inducted into DX, which against uh, fucking AJ Styles and the club. Which didn't make sense because didn't the club already get inducted into DX with Finn Balor last year? I don't remember that. Also, the NWO is there whose reasons? Because the click. Is Seth Rollins in the cl- Oh, that makes sense now. No wonder he's such a WWE homer. Because he's part of the click. This sucks. Yeah, this whole thing sucked. I do appreciate Rollins, I Rollins being Billy Gunn sucks, I turns do, out. I do like one thing, though. What? I like the OC, which is what they're called. Uh, I like their uh, new entrance video. Where, oh, that weird gas mask thing? Where it says on, on the screen, the only club that matters. <laughs> I didn't see that part. That's pretty fucked. Yeah, at the beginning, it's like, if I thought, like, the original... The only club that matters. It's like, that's fucked up. Oh, wow. They're just full-on being shit about this. Yeah, they are. Anyway, before we move on to SmackDown, here's a quick rundown of everything that happened else that happened on this show. What? John Cena showed up. I, I And said that. words. That was good. Then, but then it turned into the Usos fighting with the Revival... With Rikishi and Devon Dudley res- on the respective sides. They didn't do anything. Of course not. Alicia Fox, Caitlin, Tori Wilson, and Santino hung out backstage until Drew McIntyre interrupted them and was like, Meh, you suck, meh. I do, I do like seeing Santino. He assaulted people with the snake. No, the snake assaulted the people. Completely different. Hurricane showed up for like five seconds. 
Oh yeah, he almost won the title, the twenty four seven title at Comic Con. But he didn't. Of course not. And they and they showed and they showed what happened at Comic Con, and then did the exact same thing. Yep. Again. Drew McIntyre and Cedric Alexander were going to have another match, and then they didn't. Great. That, Drew McIntyre has no direction for SummerSlam. Viking Raiders beat Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder again. Who cares? With Lily Garcia announcing. That was weird. She forgot the name of the Viking Raiders. Mike Kanellis and Maria Kanellis did more shit. I was kind of into it. I, I like this, their gimmick. God damn it, no. I'm the only person that does, I don't care. That Samoa Joe and Roman thing happened. That was good, but weird. I mean, it's kind of cool that they just did an entire, you know, psych Samoa Joe story cycle in like 15 minutes instead of a month like they usually do. Well, he has to steal uh, Roman's kid that he, re- that he read the, the, he did the little teapot thing with. He has to do I'm a little teapot with Roman's child. Am I mm. wrong? Yeah, I guess not. What else? I mean, he's still in everyone's families. We reestablished this. Sami Zayn fought Rey Mysterio because he had the exact same fucking story of of Samoa Joe of being like, yo, fuck these legends. Who cares? And then he was going to bail on the match, but he got chased back to the ring by the team of Rob Van Dam, Excuse Sergeant me? Slaughter, Kurt Angle, John. and the Hurricane. John, you 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 missed you missed one of those up. You mean Impact Wrestling's Rob Van Dam? That's true. I saw a good meme today saying, "When you're so high that you show up on Raw instead of Impact." Good. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, and what else happened? Yeah, Seth Rollins and AJ, they had that match that we talked about. Nope. Um, Braun Strowman fought a jobber in the main event. Nope. The main event match was Braun Strowman having another jobber match. Nope. Against a guy named Randy Rowe, who fucking Corey Gray's called Brandy Rhodes. Yep, of course he did. Fuck AEW. Fucking asshole. Of course. Owen. Yeah? How did anything on this show get any person that is currently here over, aside from Bray? Um, they progressed the Becky, yeah, the Becky and Natalia thing. That's it. Yeah. And they progressed it, but, like, I don't think they actually made it better. No, I didn't say they made it better. Just in, that says someone benefited from it. They progressed that storyline. That's it. And but again, the point here is, like, you know, I've, I said this in your Discord. I'm going to say it again here. Like, people love to compare this shit to, like, old-timers' day and, like, sports ball games, where you get, like, all the old people come back. It's like, oh, it's so exciting. It's, you know, that's what you're tuning in for. It's like, But here's the thing about that. If you go to a Yankees old-timers game, you're not going to fucking see the old-timers doing a bunch of crazy shit and, like, all this stuff. Well, here's what's going to happen. 
You're going to get to the game a little bit early because the game's going to start at two, and you know you're going to get there at like twelve thirty. Mm-hmm. The old timers are going to show are going to come out. They're going to play for a little bit. Not going to do much, maybe like an inning or two. But they're going to play for a little bit, and you go, "Yay, that's cool!" And then the actual game is going to happen, and the only time you will ever see the old timers again is during like the fifth or like between the fifth or sixth inning, where they bring them back out and be like, "Hey, everybody, look who's here!" Oh, John. Because the because the point is not look at these fucking people that you remember. Look at these fucking people who are putting in the main event and like making them the main part of the show. The point is, hey, look at these people that you remember, and also look at all these fucking awesome new people we got that are like the future. And one day these are going to be the old timers you're going to be coming back to. No. What in what time in what place did this show achieve any of that, with the exception of Bray Wyatt? That's the thing, John. The way you this episode of Raw was the pregame thing. SmackDown was the actual game. It just happened to be that the pregame was an hour longer than the actual game. And your fifth and sixth inning comparison is when they brought Shawn Michaels out for Ms. TV. Oh man! So yeah, you nailed it. You want to talk about SmackDown? Sure, Owen. Let's talk about the downing of the Smack. Uh, the New Day were on commentary, despite the fact they had Shawn Michaels advertised. Yay! I mean, they only—they were only there for an hour. Yeah, I, I was not happy about that part. They said, "Oh, Michael Cole is backstage. We'll make him on commentary now." Best part of the New Day that. being on commentary. What was it? Nothing? No. Them singing Shawn Michaels' theme song. Oh, I thought you said Cole on commentary. I'm sorry. No, New Day. Yeah, no, New Day. Yeah, what part of New Day on commentary was good? Everything. But them singing Shawn Michaels' theme was really good. What about when Dolph Ziggler got fucking burned to death by Shawn Michaels and Xavier, like, literally climaxed? Yep. What about the part where Apollo Crews got attacked... And they said, where are his friends? We're not going to go over there, but where are his friends? It's a pretty good question. It's fucked up. Like, they're really saying, yeah, we're not going to help him. But someone should help him. Fucked up. As you do. Also, Otunga was on. But that was because Byron's father passed away. So sad times. Yeah. Much love of Byron. Hope your family's doing well. For sure. Why are you telling me about Randy Randall Snake Man Orton? Randall Snake Man got called out by Kofi Kingston because Kofi's all like, "Yo, remember when I beat your ass like on Raw ten years ago at the Garden?" Mm-hmm. Yep, I at re- the Garden. I remember. Remember when Kofi fucked up that NASCAR? No. Randall Snake Man got a NASCAR car. Uh, right, that did happen. Kofi beat the shit out of it. I thought he dumped paint on it. He also hit it a couple times. Fucked up. This was Pete Kofi Kingston before this current run. Yep. Anyway, yeah, Kofi cut a really good promo, and then Randy cut... 
an also really good promo. A better promo. I don't know that I'd say it was a better promo, but I think it was very... I think it was the perfect Randy Orton promo. Because it was... It was sneering, it was self-absorbed, and it was basically just, I'm the most privileged motherfucker on the planet, fuck you. And also, he has a really good point that he was the one that took out Mustafa Ali. Yeah, he did have a good point. So that's my title, I'm going to take it from you now. And also just being like, yeah, you say that I tried to hold you back? Yeah, I fucking did, suck it. Damn. You ain't shit. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this match. I'm looking forward to the rest of the build for it. I hope they just keep cutting promos on each other. Yeah, it'd be cool. Hmm? Everything okay over there? Yeah, everything's fine. Okay. What? Yeah, sorry, I just got text. Anyway, uh, yeah, no, this match was this match is gonna be great, and I thought this promo was cool, and I like Randy Orton. Like, okay, let me rephrase that. I like Randy Orton. Okay, let me rephrase that. Randy Orton can be very good when he is invested in things. There you go. Randy Orton seems like he is invested in this. I I hope it is good because of that. Indeed. Fuck Randy Orton, though. Yes, the person, yes. He's a legit piece of shit who, sh- who should be fired. Yes. But he's good at his job, so he's not also privileged. Took me a second to find it, but I found it. Hey, John? What's that, Owen? What do you think about Finn Balor? Finn Balor sure has been losing a bunch. And did you see Finn Balor's new tattoo? No. It's lame as fuck. Of course it is him. He's boring. He got, like, some longitude shit uh, tattooed on his elbow. Why? Because his uh, partner that people are saying may be his wife now uh, got it as well. Wait, Kathy Kelly's his wife? Not Kathy Kelly, the the reporter lady. For... What? He's been dating this, like, reporter lady for, like, Fox Deportes or, or some, like, Fox soccer thing. Since when? I thought he was, I thought he was going out with Kathy Kelly. This... Oh, and I literally showed you that video of Drunk Finn getting interviewed by her and being like, what I want to talk about is... How long have we been dating? Wow. Have I really not shown you this? You have not shown me this. Oh, okay, I gotta go find that right now. We we should do a live viewing of this on this on to close the episode. Alright. It's okay. very uncomfortable in a very funny way. Okay. Then let's let's get let's get through this then. Uh so you Finn Balor challenged the fiend to a match. Then I'm of two minds on this segment too. But John, then uh, funny because the first other person in the segment is of two minds as well. You got to stop that. No, because he keeps setting it up. You you got to stop that. Because for the first time since the fiend showed up on Raw, we've seen we saw the Firefly Funhouse. First time since before that. Well, yes, yeah, it's the first time since... remember, we had, like, four weeks of just, like, the puppets randomly showing up backstage, but not Bray. True. But, yeah, we got a Firefly Funhouse, and I really like that they're leaning into Bray having two personalities. I do as well, but I also think that they... Okay, gotta start with something bad before you go to something good. Um, I think 
that they... I think that they need to explain what the deal is with Bray and the Fiend. Like, clearly, they are two disparate personalities. They are two things. But, like, there's clearly some kind of effect that, like... And I I can go with that. I'm cool with that. I like how they're doing that. But, like, then it doesn't make sense when they have Bray go, let me in. Like, what is Bray... That's the Fiend taking over. That's what I want to know here is what is Bray's deal when he is not the fiend? What is he really after? What is he going for here? Is he still like this creepy cult leader? Is he still yeah, like this thing? Like the they cult, need to, the children. He's he's taking the children. They need to fucking they need to like better explain this and make me understand it because I'm just kind of confused in a, in, in a way that it feels like they don't really understand it. That they're just kind of going with it. Like I watch this and I go. I don't know that they actually have a plan here. All that said, it's fucking awesome. I think it's so fun. It's so fucking cool. I'm so fucking hyped for the right. fiend. And I was so stoked when Mr. Rogers break came back and I love that fucking promo that he cut. I was being like, I love you, Finn. You're super duper. But the fiend, I mean, we try and tell him how cool you are, but he just doesn't believe us. Like that shit is great. Yep. Again, anytime he just like becomes the fiend again, and I'm so fucking hype. It's gonna be great. I can't wait to see how he wrestles if it's different. I want this match so bad. He's gonna kill Finn, and he's, Finn's gonna go away. I mean, yeah, he's gonna go away for two months, probably on. His honeymoon with his maybe wife. Oh boy. That they got bad tattoos together. Oh, God. Hey, John. What's up, Let's Owen? talk about the most important thing on SmackDown. Okay. Daniel Bryan's career altering announcement. He's got a big announcement for us. And, like, I know he didn't get to say it last week, but, like, he says he's going to say it this week, so it's got to happen, right? It's going to happen. What is it? Ah, fuck you, it didn't happen. What? Nope. He didn't come out? Nope. He didn't just, like, fake people out? Nope. Didn't even acknowledge it. Cool, awesome. What a great show. Good show. A plus. So cool when the show just keeps lying to you. I mean, that's all WWE does is lie to you. I know. Tell me about Ember Moon and Charlotte. So, they were supposed to have a match. They did. They did have a match, it's true. And I was like, oh man, Ember Moon and Charlotte, this is going to be really cool. I'm excited for this. Ah, joke's on you. And then, fuck you, here's Bailey coming out for, like, no real reason. She hates Charlotte. To cause a distraction finish for no real reason, like 20 seconds in. And then... So we don't get the cool match, because what the fuck? And for some reason, Ember decides to throw Bailey into the ring to get murder, death, killed by Charlotte. Yeah, because she's got a title match against her. She's like, yo, this will be great. You pissed off Charlotte, so now go deal with her. And then Ember decides to murder, death, kill Charlotte herself. Yeah, after she beat up Bailey. And then she murder, death, kills Bailey. Yeah, because she deserved to die. 
Ember should turn heel. I hope this was a heel turn. Probably was. But she also attacked Charlotte, so... No, no. Yeah, but fuck Charlotte. Yeah, I mean, true, but... I hope they do interesting stuff with Ember, because I'd like her to be an interesting character. I wouldn't count on that, but just, I agree with you. I'm just saying that's what I want. Not, that's not what we're going to get, that's what I want. Okay, fair. Hey, Owen, by the way, uh, wasn't the women's match that they had on Raw this week really good? What women's match? Exactly! What the fuck? I, I, I mean, there were technically three of them. Those don't count. Alright, fair enough. Hey, John? Yeah, Owen? I didn't see the end of SmackDown. What, what's up with Kevin Owens? Uh, well, the end of SmackDown was Kevin Owens had a match against Roman Reigns. Did, did they actually? Yes. Oh. Sort of. Okay. Well, the thing was that, uh, the referee was Drew McIntyre. Great. And the timekeeper was Elias. Great. And the ring announcer was Shane O'Mac. Did he talk shit? Yeah, he did. That's good. So yeah, they start to have their match because like Kevin Owens just like, fine, fuck it. I'll I'll go through Roman Reigns. I'll take out Roman Reigns if it means I get to get you still. Fuck you. To which Roman's like, fool, what? You're not going to fucking take me out. I'll kill all of you. That sounds about right. Yeah. So they start fighting and then Drew McIntyre keeps breaking them up when they're fighting. So they start beating the shit out of Drew McIntyre. They need they need him. He's a referee. And then Shane O'Mac and, and Elias try to get involved and they turn the tables back on him and Owen stunnered Shane O'Mac a bunch of times. Did, did he actually take it correctly this time? Yes. Good. He took it better. I will say the person that fucked up the cell this time was Elias. Wow. He took that stunner. It did not look good. That's unfortunate. And I'm going to throw it out there. I don't think Owens' stunner is that great already. He should have showed up on Raw and got some pointers. I know. But definitely Elias did not do a good job with that. Yeah, Elias, his wrestling is not a strong suit. Shane O'Mac, though, I mean, look. He, fu- he, he did fuck it up that one time. I'm not going to say he didn't, but like... He's usually really good at it. Yeah, which is why it was weird that he fucked up so badly. He t- The two stunners that he took this time looked very good. They showed the second one to close the show in slow motion. Nice. And it looked good. Awesome. Is that SmackDown? That's it for SmackDown. Before we go, John, I have one thing I want to talk to you about. That's very important to you and me. Sure. Our favorite show, 205 Live. Wait, what? No. What the fuck? All right. Hear me out. We're going to talk about one match from 205 Live. Can we do one okay. match? Okay. All right. Let's talk about Oni Lorcan and that weird jobber match. No. He points. He does point. And he's really good on Twitter. He's really good on Twitter. But like, you- fuck Becky. Like, let's talk about Oni Lorcan Twitter game. He's Zodiac motherfucker, except he points a bunch. He scream, he screams things, and then people re- reply to him, being like, "Why are you yelling?" And he just posts, posts a picture, and he just posts a pointing emoji. It's good. 
because it's what he does when he walks to the ring. True. And I just imagine that's what he does all the time, is just walking around pointing up. Yep, one finger is typing, the other one's pointing up. Exactly. But John, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about a non-title match between the, Inter- the, the Cruiserweight Champion, Drew Gulak, and NXT Breakouts Tournament competitor, Isaiah Swerve Scott. Owen. Swerve means confidence. Yeah, but also fuck this name. The, the commentary can call him Swerve, and that's good enough. People in the audience did whose house Swerve's house. I was pleased. This crowd was very into Swerve. And also very yes, into Gulak. Yes, they were. This was a good crowd. I will also say, as much, again, as much as his theme song is not fucking Ain't Nobody by Shaka Khan and not his fucking, like, heel theme that he got custom made that's great, his his new theme song is is decent. It sounds like that. It sounds like that plastic love song by that Japanese lady. That's really good and has been going across like the vaporwave internet scene for a while. Nice. This match was really good. This match is fucking cool. This made me think. Hey, if you keep doing matches like this on Two Hundred Five Live, I'll actually watch. I don't give a shit if you guys don't have any storylines. If you just say, "Here's a match of the week." I'll go, okay, I'll watch it. Sure. Did you see that razor's edge into the freaking ring post? Yeah, I did. Did you see the part where uh, Swerve punched Gulak so hard in in the face that he broke his hand? Yeah, I did. That was great. I loved it. Did you see the part where Gulak kicked out of the double stomp from the top rope? Yeah, because fuck the double stomp. Get a get a flashier, That's fucked up though. Get a flash your move. That's Swerve's finishing move on the Indies. So get a flashier move. What did, fucked up? That's all I'm saying. What did he win in NXT with? Double stomp? He didn't. Wait, he didn't win the first round of the. No, that's why I was pissed. I haven't been following. What the fuck? Yeah, he lost, dude. Who is he fighting? That's why this tournament sucks. Who is he fighting? Oh, God, I don't even remember. Okay, it doesn't matter then. I thought it was someone else that you liked, but no, fuck that. Yeah, I, it, it might, I think it actually was someone else that I liked, but it's still like, no, fuck you, it's Swerve. It's fucking Swerve. It's fine, Swerve's gonna be, this is proof that Swerve's gonna be just fine. I hope so. I mean, this show sucks, though. Yeah, but he was really good. And this match, people should go out of their way and actually watch the main event of 205 Live. It's Cameron Grimes. I don't know who that is. Uh, Trevor Lee. Oh, he's cool. He's not Swerve. He's not Swerve. Swerve's got better things to worry about. Like what? Like being on the main roster. It's not going to happen anytime soon. I know, but he got to appear on it, and he had a great match with Drew Gulak. And he got to just be fucking Swerve. Like, he came out, he was wearing his sunglasses, he did his fucking fist on his head. Yeah, he got to be him in a, in a main roster arena, and the crowd was into it. This is a very good sign for him. 
I'm sure someone up high would saw this and go, we have something with this guy. I want to hope, but I mean, again, what you do have to remember here, this is the least watched show they make, except for maybe main event. Well, maybe they should work on it and make it something to watch. I mean, I gotta give it to them. They, it, it feels like they're trying. Like, I, I can't believe I'm gonna say it, but I'm gonna say it. I'm pretty fucking stoked for that unsanctioned match between Drake Maverick and Mike Kanellis next week. Yeah. And last week they had another Gable and uh, Jack Gallagher match. That was awesome. I've heard, I mean, some people are saying, apparently, uh, that it was the best 205 Live match ever. I, I haven't seen it yet, but I'll, I'm going to look into it for our end of the year stuff. Yeah, it looks like they're turning 205 Live into, let's just have some banger main events. And I am in for it. But I mean, the problem is that's kind of always what it was. And like, it's not a bad thing as much as it's just like, it just still doesn't really feel like they have a direction for yeah, it. Yeah, they should cut everything else out, just have the one match. Yeah, I guess so. <clears throat> just the match of the match of the week. Just call it match of the week. It's good. Yeah, I don't know, man. I really don't know. So good job for Swerve for being so damn over and being awesome. He's got a bright future. It really couldn't have happened to a fucking better guy. It really couldn't have. He's <laughs> fucking great. All right, John. Let's uh, let's end on one note here. Yes. I'm gonna pull up this video you sent me. All right. I'm gonna let's see. Here we go. It's all right. I have it. Pause at all zeros. Are we? You're just gonna like put in the audio in the background when we edit when you edit or something? Oh uh, no. Of course not. No. All right. Then I'll play it on my iPad. No, I'm going to say people can watch along with us. I'll, I'll put it in the show notes. Alright, fine. That's something you can do, I guess. It is a thing I can do. Shall I Shouldn't, hit play? but fine. Hit it now. He's clearly drunk. Yep. What's the question, Finn? <laughs> oh, she's so uncomfortable. Like, yeah. It doesn't really matter who wins. Already so won. Drunk. Oh, my God. She's so just like, come on. I'm trying to do my job. He's so handsy. He's very drunk. Yeah, that's bad luck, Finn. Anyway, that's it for heel turn. That sure's a video. John, do the do the thing. I want to go. I'm reading a. What are you? Why? Wait, we're doing a podcast, John. What are you doing? Now I'm I'm looking more into. Why he broke up with Kathy Kelly. Why is this? 
Some person is claiming that Kathy Kelly was cheating on him? Uh, I don't believe it. Unless it was Velveteen Dream. Yeah, I was about to say, it was Velveteen Dream, I could believe it. And also, you know what, fair. Dreamy F, baby. Anyway, that's been that. That has been it for Heel Turn, a production of ProWrestling.cool. It's not just cool, it's not cool. It's a website, go to the website. Yes, type ProWrestling.cool into your address bar. It's a thing you can do. You, know what? you will not get weird viruses or Trojan horse things, unlike if you get VLC. Yeah, I mean, we don't have any ads on the site. Because it's all funded by our Patreon at Patreon.cool. Where you, for a dollar a month, can get the show notes for this and every episode of Heel Turn. And for this month, into August, along with those notes, you also get all the notes and all the podcasts of me and Trace covering the G1, well, except for the, the beginning and the end, because we're, those are up at the nine ninety nine tier for our super premium subscribers. They, they, get, they get a monthly podcast. It's normally about Japanese wrestling, so this one's about Japanese wrestling. Also up on the Patreon is uh, the Heel Alternative, which is Trace, along with our pal Oscar, talking after every AEW event. So they'll have one for after All Out. That'll be cool. So yeah, check it out. Patreon.cool. John, what about social media? No, we're on Facebook. Go look us up on Facebook. Yep, ProWrestling.cool. On Twitter also, at the heel turn. And at PWDOTC. Yeah, but that one doesn't count because I don't have access to that one. It Maybe it counts the most. No. John, where can we find you on Twitter? Find me on Twitter at IamJohnGM. What about on TikTok? I don't have a TikTok. Fucked up. What about Twitch? I'm on Twitch at twitch.tv slash video underscore James. You should get back into that. Yeah, I should. You can find me maybe. Find me on Twitter at the underscore ozone. Whoa. And you, can, and you can find our sister podcasts over at zonecast.com. Whoa. John, that's been it. That's we're, it? For heel turn? Yes. We're, we're, we're going to be back next week. Oh. Oh, man. Sorry. So until then, y'all come back now, you hear? This podcast is a part of the Zonecast Network, produced and edited by Owen Douglas. Find more of our shows at zonecast.com.